Oh, snap. Woo! Oh, yeah. It is I'm time. Ready now. That's right. The horror movie Avengers have returned, baby. Today, it's <laughs> Lycan versus Lycan. That's right. Ow. Ow. Oh, yeah. That's right. Ow. On this episode yeah. of Versus. That's right. And we got some newcomers today and some special guests, as well as the usual badasses showing up to represent one of our favorite genres of all time. Horror movies, baby. That's right. Let's see who we got in the house. Oh, returning from the metal tavern podcast, baby. We got DJ Neko and DJ Anubis in the house. How you guys doing? Great, man. Hey, Glad to be yeah. back. Oh, yeah. And first on the channel, welcome, my friend. You're part of the Versus crew now, man. That's it. It's over. You can't escape. <laughs> so every Thursday at 6 p.m., we own you. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Derek from Flicks, Snacks, and Knickknacks. Oh, yeah. That's right. Hello, welcome, to the, welcome to the show, my friend. And, of course, you know, brother from another mother, Mr. Tony of the Dead in the House, representing the horror movie genre. And first time, <laughs> at least on Versus, welcome back. To the channel, my friend. We gon' we gonna blow it up. Boom. That's right. Eric Calderon. Three three one Erock. Oh yeah. On the channel. <laughs> hanging out. And I'm glad uh he's here because I was like, we gotta get we gotta get Eric back on the channel to talk about horror movies, baby. We can't just do it. And now's the perfect time, you know what I'm saying? We gotta do it because tis the season. Tis That's right, October. Season. That's right, baby. All right, so let's see who your movie dojo army is showing up in chat right now. Who we got here? We got Brandon in the house, Rosa Garcia in the house, Omegon32. Oh, yeah, Landon. Uh huh. We got Jake here, Thomas, John, AJ, Brandon, D oh, DJ Nubis. <laughs> <laughs> Battle Axe. I love that. Love that name there. Bo McCubbins and Reverend Werewolf. All oh, shit. We got a reverend werewolf up in the house. So we have an official werewolf. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it a little bit here. Get it cracking. Get it started. Give Samurai a minute here. Thought I had this link, but uh, we're going we gonna to get it cracking here in a second. Hmm. <laughs> Derek, what do you got uh, coming up on your channel this week? Man, uh, let me see. Are you doing any horror movies? More westerns. Uh, yeah, oh, I, westerns? I, right. yeah, I've got a couple horror movies coming up, too. Um, All right. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what they are. Oh, um, have you seen Superhost? Superhost? No, I haven't. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a smaller indie film. Uh, it was on Shudder is what I caught it on. And okay. Yeah, it's kind of, it down. Yeah, it's no. about a... Uh, couple and they're vloggers uh kind of like for a youtube but Shut not up. youtube and so they go stay at this super host's house and she's okay. odd and things kind of tumble downhill from there but the uh person who plays the super host in that movie i forget her name uh, uh starts with a g but she is fantastic and she is terrifying and <laughs> really Yes, right. super host. Where can we super watch? Host. One I mean, word. We're going to watch your review, but uh, where, where can you watch? Shutter. Shutter. Shutter's okay, where I saw it. All right, I saved it out. on my on my notes. Nice, yeah, it's nice. it was really fun. It was really fun. Like I said, kind of lower budget indie film, but a lot yeah, of fun and with yeah. really good acting. So nice. It's always helps. all right. Let's go ahead and get into it here. Silver Bullet, nineteen eighty five. That's right. Directed by Daniel Atias. Written by Stephen King. Based off the novella. Cycle of the Werewolf. Oh, yeah. Mm. Starring Gary Busey, everyone's favorite uncle. Love Busey. <laughs> the villain from Under Siege 2. That's right. The badass Everett McGill as Reverend Lowe. That's, That's right. And also the, the husband in uh, The People Under the Stairs. And uh, Corey Haim and, and Terry O'Quinn. That's right. The stepfather. That's right. And, uh, yeah. So great cast in this. And the plot synopsis for those that are new and have never seen Silver Bullet, here we go. In a small town, brutal killings start to plague the close-knit community. Ah! Marty Coleslaw, a paraplegic boy, is convinced the murders are the doings of a motherfucking werewolf. Oh, man. And, and another reason why I chose both of these movies, not just because it's Lycan versus Lycan, but I feel both of these films, in my opinion, are very underrated especially in the werewolf movie franchise. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I feel they're very underrated. So, like, let's show some love for both of these movies. So, first up, one of these movies I've actually seen several times. One of them I've just seen last year. Same. <laughs> That's Same. kind of a very yeah. similar situation with me too. So right, I'm right. To so find out which like, one yours is. Yeah. And... So, Silver Bullet had a blast. That's the one I've seen several times. <laughs> Silver to- Silver Bullet is still fun. I rewatched it yesterday. It's just a fun movie, man. Like I really, really enjoy it. You know, you get some fun little werewolf kills here, some ripping, some tearing, some shredding. You know, and, and all I got to say is uh, Gary Busey's a treasure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is. This, this man is a treasure. That's all I'm going to say. You know, sneaking in the Alki in church, right? As you do. I'm little drinking drink. ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Oklahoma and so am I. And we are still on the fence on if we're going to claim him yet or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd claim him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah i'll go first talk a little bit about it but yeah just you know when i rewatched it yesterday just had a blast had a lot of fun with it definitely and uh you know terry o'quinn is great also in this movie the motherfucking mm. stepfather yeah son. he is and uh, as the sheriff he's great and uh you know the reverend being being the werewolf i think that's fantastic i think it's just it's 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 something you wouldn't expect you know and uh the actor did a very job as well and the creature effects are very solid. They're very, they're a lot of fun. But the one thing that stuck with me, and I was just like, okay, this movie's fucking great. All right, <laughs> yo, yo, werewolf beating up people with motherfucking oh, yeah. bats. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Werewolf beating, beating, killing people with bats. What was it okay. called? The the peacekeeper, peacekeeper. the peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or, or peacemaker maybe. Yeah. That is peacemaker. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> Chad, if you've never seen it, Werewolf Killing People with Bats is amazing. I want an action figure. I want a Funko Pop. I want a shirt with just the hairy-ass werewolf arm holding the damn bloody bat. I will buy that shirt. You, do you have that, Tony? No, I'm saying like it would just... This. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need, man. Yeah, I would I would buy that. All right. It has to be 6X, though. <laughs> Samurai guy's kind of big. Speaking of shirts, speaking of shirts... uh. Nubus, what you what you wearing there, my friend? It looks familiar. Oh shit, the movie dojo army shirt, baby. Yeah, Love it. Represent. Representing the army, son. That's right. But yeah, we got a bit, we got a lot of people here. I don't want to uh, blab on too much about the movie, but overall, really enjoyed it. I like the score and uh, some very fun moments. And you know, it got a little creepy at the end there, man. I love the false setup. I love how the camera has that slow zoom in to the darkness where you think the werewolf is going to pop out. And then, boom, motherfuckers just comes out of the wall, <laughs> just comes out of the side there, attacking some some Busey there. But, yeah, this shot. There it is. <laughs> That's the shot. He's, the like, nope. He's like, I'm over here, bitch. Uh, but, yeah, just a fun time, man. And uh, Corey Haim didn't annoy me. Uh, as much as the kid from the other film, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Silver Bullet, man. Great. I, I still feel it's underrated. And that's enough of my blabbing. Werewolf swinging bats, son. All right. Eric, what did you think of Silver Bullet, man? Positives and negatives. Okay. Well, a little backstory first is uh, I grew up with werewolf movies. Hell yeah. So I take them very seriously. Mm. Um, my grandpa, my grandpa was a very big like black and white horror fan. Okay. And the, the first movie I remember seeing ever was Frankenstein meets the Werewolf. Nice. Or meets the Wolfman, yeah, which is yeah. actually what I named my my all my videos on my channel are named because of that movie. It's blank meets blank. So yeah. I all stole that from that movie. Nice. So. Uh, secondly, I'm a big Stephen King fan, actually humongous Stephen King fan. Uh, my favorite parts of the movie is I saw it when I was a kid, then I would rewatch it occasionally. And then I probably watched it in the last couple of years or so. I always thought the transformation was pretty impressive for 1985. Um, you know, it wasn't like 
you know, the old black and white ones where it would like, you know, like cross dissolve, like one yeah. step at a time. Yeah. It was pretty straight, you know, fluid. It was very yeah. fluid transformation. Um, I mean, Gary Busey's in it. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, and kind of like what you said, the score is top notch. Uh, I don't know. I still love it. So any nitpicks? Anything you get, like? Yeah, they could have they could have tightened that up, or they could have took that out, or you you like you're good. I mean, I, that was the year when I was born, so okay. I always you know I always take anything like those first five years of when I'm born. It is yeah. what it is. It's not my place. I just I'm there to enjoy it. Nice, nice. All right, copy that. All right, DJ Neko. Me okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I I too like Iraq. I my grandma was super Stephen King big fan number one and she was always reading Stephen King novels. And I remember, I mean, I actually was about five when this came out. So I remember watching it when I was a kid and I've seen it like multiple times in different points in my life. And I think we just watched it the other day. So like the full Gary Busey treatment really hit me now. Cause I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I, <laughs> cause I mean, a five-year-old is not going to get the Gary Busey treatment, but right. I totally, I, I do love this movie and it gives me like the nostalgia factor with my grandma. Cause there are a lot of movies that she showed me when I was a kid that probably I shouldn't have seen when I was a kid, you know, and this one is a, a family friendly type of movie. It's, there's not a whole lot. I mean, it is bloody a little bit, but it's not as bad as like, say showing a five-year-old, the exorcist, which happened to me and poltergeist. But... <laughs> wow. Yikes. <clears throat> Pretty badass, actually. I'm but, oh, yeah. <laughs> But I, I really did love this movie. Um, <laughs> that's what I was getting ready to say. Yes. <laughs> I, One of the best scenes ever. The thing now that I am 40 is like, how do the parents not know this child snuck out to go shoot off fireworks? How do you not know that this Especially happened? staying close to home. Yeah. I mean. And Derek, yeah. he's like, stay close to home. And I'm like, what, what? So stay close to home, set the house on fire? This is how I know I'm old now because I'm thinking of safety, <laughs> like safety with werewolves. But I mean, there's, if you want to watch a good, fun, you know, clean cut werewolf movie, this is a perfect one for it. At least I think, you know, you've got Corey Haim, who is like the sweetheart of his time. And then you have all like, you know, the, the heartstrings being tugged about the, the little, yeah, the silver bullet that he's riding. I, I honestly, I feel like this is the type of movie, as I said, as I watch it, as I get older, there's something else that kind of pops in my head and I kind of get more endearing to it. What about you, noobs? Uh, you know, like the cool thing about this when you compare it to Bad Moon is it's got a bit more production value to it. I mean, obviously, bigger names. The cast is great. Mm -hmm. uh, Everett McGill is phenomenal as the, the villain here. And uh, as Neko pointed out, you know, Haim tugging at the hard strings, uh, you know, he's in a wheelchair, but then like Busey, Uncle Red creates this like awesome bike out of it. And it's just a great thing. And then I think, uh, you know, I, I really like their relationship. It was it was actually really kind of like Uncle Red was like toughen up, but I still love you. You know, <laughs> that was one of my favorite things about the movie was their uncle nephew relationship was so believable. Yeah, it yeah. was they did a great job. Um, I actually own the graphic novel for Cycle of the World. If I just don't have it with me, but it's I upstairs. do have it. It's in my bookcase. Awesome. Um, the only thing I could really nitpick about this was when it comes. I'm I, I, sort of like Eric. I'm a when it comes to horror, I'm a big werewolf guy. People know that already, but. <laughs> I'm very uh I'm very selective about the movies. Like I really only have like between six and eight movies that make my best werewolf list ever. So it's not it's very small. Uh the werewolf in this, the transformation's great, obviously. 
Uh, it doesn't really look as menacing as I thought it might, but uh, still pretty good. Uh, the one thing I find that is very surprising to me is Rotten Tomatoes has very low scores for this film. That's I can't right. believe it. It's criminal how low Both these movies. scores are. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just I'm baffled by that. I'm like, wow. I mean, I know the initial story was supposed to be more serious, but the way they did the movie, I just thought it was. it's a very fun movie. You don't have a hard time getting through it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Still has some good scares in it. Uh, a little bit of atmosphere. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the lynch mob going out in the fog trying to oh, hunt him down. I forgot about he that. Gets beat with his own bat. I mean, it's, it's a great thing. I can't move. <laughs> yeah. He's here with us. Uh, yeah, so I, I think, you know, just it's a very great movie and uh, it's a lot of fun. So I'm just surprised that critically and audience-wise, it didn't do as well as it should have, in my, my opinion. It's like it's like we're surprised, but then we're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the same time. It's werewolf hate. Critics, these critics that don't know horror. Yeah. Uh, really quick, before we go to Tony, got a super chat here from Bo McCubbins. Thanks for supporting the channel, my friend. Uh, he says, the narration of the movie by the sister kept it rolling for me, and it wasn't a stretch for Gary yes. to play the crazy uncle there. There you go. He was just himself. That's a great point with the narration like up that. In the, yeah, Barry uh, Busey was just himself. He just showed up to hang out and get, yeah. some, bar- get some free barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, let's go to Tony. Tony, Silver Bullet. Uh, yeah, this is the same as you. This is one that I've seen many times and actually bought. I had this in my queue, Bad Wolf in, or Bad Moon in my queue for a while, and then we were going to do this, and so I ended up buying it. And so it was the first time I watched that. But I've seen Silver Bullet a lot. Um not like a super amount, but like it's stuck in my head, even if I didn't see it for a few years, you know, like I, yeah. I remember stuff, but then uh, watching it now on the Screen Factory one, you know, it's it's a lot clearer, which, you know, not that we're judging that, but like it, not that it ruins it, but it's a little more revealing. But uh, yeah, I like how even though he's a werewolf and he, he like wants to run, um, Corey Haim off the road, mm-hmm. he still won't kill himself because of his beliefs. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's like he so sticks twisted. to the police, the police, the uh, priest thing. But yet, it's like it's it's evil. But like Corey Haim, uh, I think he did a fantastic job in this. Like especially when he pulled that prank on his sister in the beginning, you could, <laughs> he, you could see how bad he felt for. That. I'm sorry. Bad for yeah. her. <laughs> and then uh. The whole big part too with with Grady getting attacked, the kid, and then the father's reaction. Oh yeah, like, like very believable. Like, yeah, it's very like oh my god, like because me having kids too, I think what would I, what, how would I be too? Right, you know, if that happened, like it's it was a, it's, so it's like the movie has the horror element, and it also has you know feelings to it too. You know, you, you a lot of likable characters. Uh, I like Gary Busey a lot as the uncle. Um, that's the one thing yeah. I remembered about this movie, and the werewolf chase, and um, where he shot him in the eye with the, with the thing, uh, this uh, was a firework. Yeah, the firework. Yeah, that was cool. And then the, like, who was who was the one? Who was the one? You know, because at this point you know you don't know who has the one missing eye, and then when you see it's him, it's like oh my god, it's the it's him. You know, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good movie, good score, atmosphere. If I had one nitpick, that part's awesome. That yeah, is a great scene. Changing. Yes, it is. I love that. That nightmare um, sequence. What Bo said about um, the sister narrating it, it was, like was really well. I would have liked to have seen her now, like at the end, like maybe like she was writing it down to show her now or something. You know, but kind of. But uh, uh, also hers. She's Anna Green Gables. <laughs> The sister. Oh wow! Well, yeah, I thought I she like, looked familiar. She? Yeah. Like, where do I know her from? But uh, not yeah. that I watched it. A very I underrated. Actress. My sister watched it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have a sister. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> I, I, had a, I watched it in school. That's my excuse. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a really good movie. What I was going to say is the one thing that kind of takes me out of it a, a little bit is. 
Gary Busey is Gary Busey at the end when he first reacts to the werewolf. It's like, <laughs> whoa! Yeah. It's, oh, like, no, it's, it's more like his face just goes into contortion. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like right there, that's Gary Busey, not the uncle for me. That's, that's the, only, the only nitpick I really have because I, I do All like right. this movie. Nice. All right, Derek. Okay. Um, I agree with what a lot of y'all said already about the soundtrack and what the comment said about the narration. I think one of King's strongest aspects of his storytelling through his movies is you know, or his strongest aspects in general is the storytelling because he does a lot of times that surviving party member narration, you know, flashback style, and it works really good for his content. Um, but the the scene for this movie that does it for me, because this was a movie I grew up watching too. It's the one that I, I've seen several times and I've seen Bad Moon one time, uh, which was uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, and... Oh, th- this scene, there's this scene that me and my dad would rewind and crack up, rewind, crack up. Oh, no. I was like seven years old. But it is when what Mr. Tony of the Dead was saying, when the werewolf busts in, uh, it's kind of hard to notice. But when Gary Busey reacts and he screams <laughs> and he goes to face this werewolf, he doesn't. The gun isn't loaded. The bullet has fallen out of the gun at this point. So he's just holding up this pistol. And the bullet right beside it, and screaming, <laughs> and that is so. That was so funny to us. But it's one I grew up watching, so I'm a little bit. It has some nostalgic feel to it, as whereas the other one doesn't. But uh, I don't know. Uh, another thing that somebody's already said was Busey and Hager great together on screen as nephew and uncle. It was very believable. The villain's great. But one thing I would complain about him was I wanted just a little bit more lore and backstory with his character. Mm. Not a lot. You don't have to be, you know, you can be, ambigu- you know, kind of have that ambiguity. But mm. I would have liked just a little bit more than I think at one point. uh What does the kid say? They were like, how did he become a werewolf? And the kid says, maybe he doesn't even know. And I was like, what a scapegoat. Like yeah. what an easy way out of just being able to I say agree. we don't want to have to write any backstory for this guy. So, but Derek, um, Derek don't give Hollywood any ideas. <laughs> no, no, no reboots, please. Don't Silver bullet, the pre- no, 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 please, right. no. <laughs> We're gonna Not do it now. Damn it! Yeah. yeah, better do it now. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> another, I think the sister. Somebody said something about her as well, but uh, Megan Follows, I think, is her name, and she put on a really good performance. Uh, I think an underrated performance, just because of her range. She was able to do that real. Uh, I don't give a crap teenage attitude, but then mm-hmm. dial it way up when she needed to, you know, and just all that scream factor terrified when she's hu- hugging her brother, you know, and yeah. I don't know, just some really good stuff with her. Um, I thought the werewolf looked great, but in the transformation was really good, but I thought that the werewolf acted too human. Uh, okay. okay. When he's walking like his gait, completely mm-hmm. normal, just, walks like a person reacts like a person um, and doesn't really seem to possess too much in terms of strength other than in that one scene with the bat where he kind of just demolishes everybody. Um, Right. So I guess really my only uh, two complaints with this movie would be, it doesn't show quite enough, but like DJ, DJ Nico said that really allows more people to be able to see the film allows it Mm. to be more family friendly. So that can be a, you know, pro con catch 22 situation, but uh, I don't know. I wish it would have showed a little bit more and I did not like the super cheesy eighties motorcycle montage scene. (laughs) (laughs) You mean you don't have the song and the end credits on your, your, you know, on your, on your soundtrack, like I said, but no, I don't think that one's saved at the moment. (laughs) I have to look at downloading that one, Uh, but uh, it's, and, and, and it seems like Stephen King hates rednecks too, because every person that is uh, weak and gets killed super fast and everything's got to be this really (laughs) stupid white trash person. Uh, And I'm from Oklahoma. So maybe I'm just a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the uh, the drunk dad was c- cracking me up, man. Oh my when god, watching, I know. When he was watching wrestling and the, the guy yes, got in the, the guy, yes, yeah. Oh, I felt that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Felt that. <laughs> it was hilarious. He's, uh, he was busting on him. He's, He's like, like, this kid's going to be on welfare. This going to be on welfare for yeah. the rest of his life. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's Silver Bullet. It's a great movie. I really do. I like it a lot. I like it a yeah. lot. It's great, really good. Great flick. All right. You know, one All thing right. that, that was in that movie that they didn't need to have in it was the little mm. girl. Like, they bring in love interest to for the son. Like, you know, and oh, then she, when the they were walking together. Killed. 
Yeah. Right. He right, gets killed right. and she moves away. It's like, why even bring that in? Just have no girl and have the guy get killed. Could did that. Maybe it was just part of the. Maybe it was in the book and they're like, oh, we <laughs> somebody, somebody, you know, yeah. Somebody All right. In the movie. Now it's time to go jump. <laughs> I know, right? It's time to jump to the 90s. 1996 Bad Moon, directed by Eric Red, starring Mariel Hemingway, uh, Michael Pare. That's right. And uh, plot synopsis. After being bitten by a werewolf in the jungle, Ted looks for a cure. His lawyer's sister with a son and dog invites him to park his camper by her house in the woods and they live out of... And live out of her fridge. Who is writing these plot synopsis? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? She says in the movie. She says, I want you to live out of my fridge or something. I know. But why would that. <laughs> why would they put that? That's a plot synopsis. I'm trying to remember what martial arts movie. I think it was Once Upon a Time in China movies with Jet Li. And I think it was just like, stuff happens. There's a pretty girl in it. Like who? Like, then there's karate. Then there's karate. Anyway, oh, y'all, y'all got the gist. Wow. Y'all got y'all got the y'all got the gist. Okay, so let's get to Bad Moon. I'll go first here. Now, here's the thing. I'm sorry, bud. I always remember the poster of Bad Moon, and it and it was weird. The, the, the poster of Bad Moon to me was memorable and generic at the same time. And it was always one of those movies I'd see on the video store shelf and on DVD, which was, was which became rare. And I was just like, "Is this good?" I never even bothered to rent it. I didn't bother looking on the back, seeing what it was about. So <laughs> somebody recommended it to me, and I was like, "Really?" I was like, "Dude, you don't know what it's about?" I was like, "Not really. I just it's probably just another generic <laughs> werewolf." And so werewolf movie. And he's like, "Just, just, just." Here, you know, let me let me let you borrow my copy. So I, I borrowed it from him, and I sat down. Still didn't even look at the back, didn't know the plot synopsis, didn't know anything, didn't watch the trailer. I just went in and just watched it. And I was like, okay. And holy shit, what a hell of a beginning to this movie, man! <laughs> well, <laughs> be- it doesn't start off with a bang. I mean, literally. this movie, <laughs> the beginning <laughs> is fucking great. I was just like, holy shit, man. This is like, I love the I love the suit. I love the animatronics. I mean, you could tell this is a lot smaller budget film, but they make it work. You know, this beginning was great. I mean, people get <laughs> fucked up. Bitch slap. Shot, shotgun hell, blast yeah. to the dome. Blew up the werewolf's head. I was like, holy shit. All right. Yeah. I wasn't, wait- I wasn't uh, <laughs> ready for this. And then after that, the movie, you know, you know, you have your opening credits and then the movie starts. And then it's like, oh, it becomes a family picture type movie. And I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. And nice, wonderful music and uh, coming to Disney Plus, Bad yeah. Moon. And I'm like, okay. And I'm watching this. I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. And then, of course, you know, when the brother comes home and, and he lives outside in the camper with his sister and she's taking care of him and all that. And then I realized, and you know, the performance from Michael Parry was great and Mar- Mario was good too. I realized, holy shit, this movie's not necessarily about the werewolf. This caught me off guard. I said, this movie is about the motherfucking badass German shepherd yes. named Thor. Yes. Is the star. And I'm like, this, I was not expecting this at all. I was like really intrigued by this. I was because I like smaller stories like this. And I was like, dude, like the whole movie for me that made it great, and I still feel it's an underrated flick despite its flaws, was this the, the, the tension and suspense building <laughs> between the brother. That's right, the brother and the dog. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this is great. <laughs> like, this is very unexpected. Like, this is kind of fucking badass. Well, good thing the German Shepherd was probably the best actor in the whole movie, too. <laughs> like, I mean, there were they, they were some good acting, but he was phenomenal. So, oh well, yeah, he stole he stole the movie Thor. Yeah, I think that's the name of the book too. I think it the book is, is called Thor. Thor. Yeah, oh, that's fucking dope, man. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, so I was just like, dude, this is this is like really interesting. This is making the movie for me. I was not expecting this at all. So as you do, werewolf picking off people around the city, 
I'm sorry, around the town and in some gruesome ways. And the brother's trying to do good and chain himself up to the tree, but sometimes it doesn't go doesn't go well. It's like, but oh, what are you doing with these? I know, I know. But just the suspense building, like him slowly walking past the dog, looking at him, and the dog just eyeballing him like this. You know what I mean? Like, the, we even get moments in the movie where they're straight shit talking to each other. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, soon, like, like Michael Paré's like, you just wait, boy. You just motherfucking wait. We yeah. going you just wait. We going we going we going to get down. Mm-hmm. Right? And the dog's like, "I'm about to fuck you up, motherfucker." <laughs> you just go you going to get fucked up later. You just wait. Try it, I like I like the territorial pissing match. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that. I was thinking that same thing. I love how he goes over to the dog house. I was like, "No way." Yes. <laughs> He's going Dude, to- I was yeah. like, "This is making the movie for me." Holy shit. I mean, my only nitpick really um uh was uh luckily the saving grace is the kid was not the star mm-hmm. if the kid if dennis the menace was the star <laughs> we would have had problems man <laughs> luckily he wasn't the star but at the end when when shit goes down you know i was like kid can you at least try to act like you're fucking scared dude like come on when you have this gigantic werewolf Choke slamming you and picking you up like this. It's this ain't motherfucking Mr. Wilson, Dennis. This is a werewolf. <laughs> okay? Shows some fear. Like look at the kids in the silver bullet. They were scared shitless. Right? But I was just like the kid was just like I'm like, come on, dude. Like act like you're scared. So despite but least but less of him is, is more for us. So that's what's good. At least he wasn't the star. So I can I can I can deal with it. I can deal with it. But yeah, his his acting was really bad. Sometimes I felt like the kid was in another movie, but yeah, his acting was bad. His acting, his acting was bad. But what I loved about the ending though was Michael Parry when he's busted, he's just like, "All right, fuck it." <laughs> he's I like, guess "You know I'm, what? I'm fuck, werewolf." He's like, "Fuck it." I've been trying this whole goddamn movie to, to keep you guys safe, but you keep being nosy. All right, fuck it. Now, you, now it's your fault. Now I'm coming after your ass. I'm hungry. It's coming all, right? all out some, now, sir. I want some jerky. All right. Now there's some CGI stuff in here. Doesn't really age well. Uh, it's not the greatest. Not the greatest. However, I question still, that. Why did half of him transform at a time? Because '90s, we got the <laughs> CGI. But at least, at least the suit uh, mm-hmm. itself and the animatronics of the werewolf is fantastic. It's really good for the movie. But again, the tension building. The movie taking its time between him and the dog leading to a hell of a climax, man. Like, this was a fight. This was a fight, man. Like, they threw down up in this bitch. Like, I was like, holy shit. This was a a great fight. I was loving this shit, man. I mean, and who can forget this scene? Mm -hmm. Right? Come on, dude. This is like badassity abounds here. But then there's round two. That's not oh, even well, the end of yeah, it. They're looking at each other on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they and then they go oh, at it again. Right. Yeah. And he like, I love how it's like you get like dramatic military drum music when <laughs> he's like slowly yeah. following him. Like playing taps, like <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, like in the in the woods. And he finishes him off. Mm-hmm. I was like, by the end of Bad Moon, I was like Like I just wasn't expecting this at all. So enough of my yakking. Really enjoyed it. Uh Neko. Bad Moon. So the first time I've ever seen Bad Moon was two days ago. And it's kind of funny because it's Anubis's like top werewolf movie. Not All top right. Top. Well, well, one of the top. And he has the DVD. I've never watched it before. So I am a huge animal lover. Mm-hmm. I like the scene in John Wick when the dog, you know, so I get really upset about things like that. So when I see a dog like Thor taking control and being this amazing character, it just like tugs at my heartstrings. Yes, I know that child was a terrible actor, but that part where they're taking Thor away and well, like fine. he's crying yeah, and yeah. he's like reaching out to Thor. Oh, and then he breaks out. Yeah, to but go- Thor was showing more emotion than he was. <laughs> yeah, I know. That is one of the saddest scenes, by the way. I saw oh, that two weeks ago and I was choking down a lung. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you gotta be kidding me right now. No way. And then the kid escapes 
to go get his dog. And I'm like, it's awesome. I love you. I love you, Howard. But he left the rest of them. Well, I mean, you know, come on. I have a German Shepherd too, so also biased, but. <laughs> and they're really my sister has one and Shotzi is probably 120 pounds and she's like the biggest softy. Like I have never ever seen a German Shepherd like they're very loyal. They're they're herding dogs, so they're very loyal. So right. to see how he is protecting his house, protecting his family, and he can smell that werewolf. He knew it. He knew it as soon as the brother got there. He's like, You are a problem. And then yeah. the sister couldn't see it. Yeah, that face. That face yes. right there. The thing, too, about German Shepherds is having one, I know that they're smart enough to be able to detect something like that before I would be able to. So say, I, it's say very something. believable. Say yeah. something. Yeah, come on, man. Jump. Take a step, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, right? What? what? I'll bite your balls off. Uh, come on. So it's, it's for me, I absolutely loved this movie. And the fact that, it, you know, Anubis and I have been married for 16 years and it's congratulations. Been, thank yeah. you. Yeah. But it's been in our DVD vault before even we got married. So yeah. the fact that I just watched this two days ago <laughs> is amazing. And I'm like, I can't believe I've missed this. This was just and he he loves the movie and he always is showing me movies and but he, for whatever reason we just never got to this and when you were like let's do bad moon he said yes i have it on dvd let's watch it and i'm like okay and then i'm like oh my god there's a puppy and i'm getting all like <laughs> choked up and he's like i knew you'd like this movie and i can't believe again and i mean we've been together 19 years but in the time that we've known each other i have never seen this movie until two days ago and i loved it it was destiny. <laughs> That's right. Uh -oh. He's got noobs has lots of stuff Lots to, say. to unpack here. All right. Uh, yeah, as you said, uh, it's based off a novel by Wayne Smith called Thor. And actually, the book is from the dog's point of view. So I'm curious if I should read oh. that just to see what that's like uh, wow. to do it from that point of view. Uh, the beginning scene is funny because I, I just thought about it like probably before the show and I said, you know what? It's very similar to the beginning of Dog Soldiers. And both scenes are amazing. You're right. <laughs> the girls in those films really give us the goods. I love it. Uh, <laughs> she just said all this nice stuff. <laughs> right and he's like, she gives us the goods. Sure Giving you the good. guy perspective now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it comes with the horror genre. It's part of the territory. Oh, yeah. Um, Acting-wise, you know, there's no barn burners here except for the dog. Uh, I agree with that take. Um, they do okay. I think the one annoying part that I have was uh, Michael's, like, I just annoyed his shit on me. was, hey, sis. How you doing, sis? It was just that's right. The sis <laughs> thing. It's so annoying. Times in that movie, I'd love to count. Right. It's probably more times than Leonardo DiCaprio said "fuck" in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> he didn't say it enough in that movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to agree. The CGI at the end was ab abysmal, abysmal. Uh, but I love the suit, the oh, animatronics, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. the snapping jaws. I mean, that that shit is so cool. Uh, the, the kill and gore scenes were amazing, especially the opening shot you were showing. Mm -hmm. uh, bitch slapping that chick down, all that stuff, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, you know, aside from the CGI at the end, the wolf, the wolf looked really good. I really, really liked it a lot. Um, and again, as we pointed out earlier, I'm surprised that this – not as much surprised with this as it was Silver Bullet, but surprised that the score is so low on, our, on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me because when it comes to a lot of werewolf films, there's not a whole lot of good ones out there. <laughs> so uh, when you find little gems, I think they uh, belong a little higher in those lists. But uh, Do you sometimes think people just don't understand the whole, like, werewolf slash monster slash horror genre and they're trying to treat it like it's schindler's list or something i mean yes. that's that. sometimes sometimes they do that with almost every movie. You know, they try to grade it on that same level like it better be black and white and oscar award worthy and right. you know, twilight yeah. yeah look up the score look yeah. up the scores later for blade Please and don't. blade 2 it's gonna blow your mind <laughs> You're going to be like, really? When Blade Those came out, it was life-changing for me. I mean, yeah. like, 
I see that Aaron, Aaron said that the uh, CGI wasn't originally meant to be there. I wish they would have left it out. It wasn't oh, necessary. Okay. Aaron, it, Aaron, you're supposed to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, brother. Look at him. He's all like spooky dark. Yeah, he's setting the scene. Eric is. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> all right, Nubus. Anything else? That's it. I'm good. All right. <laughs> I was getting ready to go to Eric, but he. Uh... <laughs> oh, I, I kind of liked it. I, I kind of no, liked you it. Were good. <laughs> no, I'm All, right. All right, Eric. Eric Baboon. Oh yeah, we were just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, I got goods and bads. Okay. Um, I can picture it in my mind when I picked this up on VHS. I just went on like a werewolf hunt, so I think I got like the Howling Four, uh, Bad oh. Moon, and yeah. like. I don't know. I want to say some other random one. And uh, the goods, Thor's a good boy. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, I couldn't get through the pound scene when they took him away. I like had to, the first time I saw it, I was like beside myself. I was like, you know, because I've always had dogs. Mine were golden retrievers, but very similar. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, could, I couldn't make it. I watched I think I fast forwarded it. It, like three weeks ago when I brushed up on it. I was like, I, I still can't do the scene. I can't do it. Um, yeah, like I said, it's one of the saddest scenes in movie history terrible. that I can remember. It was just terrible. terrible. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Um, violence. Uh, when it comes to werewolf stuff, I, I need a lot of blood in it. So that was definitely a plus for Bad Moon because, I don't know, I just feel it's necessary. Yes. Uh, I agree. More believable, you know, like more terrifying when you, you know, when you see the blood. Um, I don't know, kind of like what you said, I like the self-restraint to tr- try and beat it sort of thing, you know, like chained around the tree and, you know, that whole bit. On the flip side of that, I didn't. I thought it was a little cheesy to be like, I thought love could cure me. Yeah. I was like, eh. Should have listened to the dog, Janet. <laughs> 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 um, the suit was awesome. The roboticness of everything else, like even like the never ending story, when I saw it as a kid, I was like, that wolf looks fake because it's like robotic. Like it's, it you know, like it's this. too, yeah. Mouse and, uh, yeah, like I, I prefer more like one of my favorite werewolf movies is Wolf with Jack Nicholson, where he actually, you know, it's Jack in the makeup, like just acting like I, that's what I, I prefer when it comes to werewolf stuff. But the actual suit is amazing. Uh, I guess a big complaint is out of all the random Michael Pare movies I've seen randomly, I think he has in his contract, like he has to have a sex scene in every movie. <laughs> so the first time I saw Bad Mood, I was like, this fucking guy again? <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> but uh, no, Bad Moon is totally wicked. Yeah, like, right. I, like right. I said, it starts off with a bang, literally. You know, <laughs> literally. <laughs> it just starts. Copy that. <laughs> All right, good points from Eric. All right, hold on, we got a super chat again from Bo. Thanks again, Bo. Uh, what sold me on Bad Moon was the couch scene with the kid. Cool that it had that could be any moon. Good to see them blaze their own trail and go against love. All right, oh, and there's one more here. I think I saw one. Thanks again, Bo. Uh, he says the transformation was was god awful though. Yeah, the CGI. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah, the transformation was terrible. But yeah, I think he said the uh, the lore to ignore, oh, okay. you know, just kind of common lore. And, and yeah. I agreed with that. That's something that I thought was really cool too. That they kind of just they didn't do what the Stevie what Silver Bullet did and just kind of said, you know, forget lore. You don't need any of that. But they they kind of just teased different things in in the way that he was like, are you sure that that's the way it is? And it makes you think, well, is it or is it not? We don't know, but he does, you know, and I thought that was kind of cool. All right, Derek, go ahead. Okay. Bad moon. Well, uh, I did like a couple of the lines in this movie, the dialogue, <laughs> uh, though it was cheesy. I thought that a couple of times it was on purpose and I liked it. Um, like, for instance, when he said, you should have listened to the dog, Janet, uh, this, that stuck with me. And uh, 
but some of the ones maybe not on purpose. Yes, that's the face he makes when he says it. And then there's a uh, one line that uh, what's uh, Mariel, um it's Hemingway. Uh, Hamilton, right? Ma Hamilton. Hemingway. 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 Hemingway yeah. Thank you. And uh, where she says, "Don't mess with a lawyer on her own turf." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know, just something about those lines like that, especially in these types of movies. I love it. I don't know. Uh, I know it's corny. A lot of people don't like that. But uh, it kind of draws me to these uh, these movies, and, and I feel like it goes hand in hand with extra over the top gore too. For some reason, I don't know. They just go hand in hand. But uh, something that I, that you said that I agree with and disagree with uh, is the kid. Uh, I think that he was not great, and if he would have been the central piece of the movie, like you said, kind of like uh, the kid was, like Haig was, uh, and or Ham, my bad hand. Yeah, it would have yeah. ruined it completely. But I think that he did a really serviceable job in in the parts he was given. Uh, and I thought that even when he was getting kind of choked out by the werewolf, I thought his face, at least, even though he wasn't like letting out the expressions, like you'd want to see the screaming and everything, I thought he looked scared. But uh, that's just, I mean, obviously, just you know, different me and, strokes for me different and folks. Tony's, me and Tony's seen worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, seen, I've seen so many that's yeah. probably what it is too i've seen so many terrible child actors that i was just like <laughs> oh, you know it's not that bad it's, it didn't ruin it so that's awesome um I you, thought don't, great you don't know i know until you watch house by the cemetery that kid <laughs> in that film i haven't seen it yeah, yeah. that's not his voice though it doesn't matter. It sucks. The English dub is atrocious. It's been it, so long since I've seen that. It's, it's terrible. It's so fucking annoying. Uh, the, the actor actually that did the voice apologizes on the Blu-ray. Says, "I'm sorry, everybody. That's not me." Oh no, that's kind that, of amazing. Actually, that yeah. makes me feel right. terrible for them though that they felt like they had to do that. What terrible backlash and internet, you know terrible trolls they must have faced to have to feel like they had to apologize for the role but anyway so the practical <laughs> effects like everyone has said are perfect They're, they look really good uh yeah. the cgi is terrible it's so bad it's some of the worst i've seen but it it's right <laughs> when they started wanting to make that change right. uh you know it started it and was new low They're like Let's 90s test it. too exactly that doesn't help <laughs> And so, you know, and, and it's like I said, I saw Silver Bullet when I was seven and this when I was, you know, 29. So mm -hmm. that plays a big difference in how I see the horror aspect of it. You know, Silver Bullet gave me nightmares, whereas this kind of made me chuckle. But I still liked it just kind of for different reasons. Yeah. Um, the dog is great. We've kind of touched on that. Uh, he's the star of the show. I mean, and like you said, I didn't know the book was central around his character. And so I'm definitely going to go back and read that because that's freaking awesome. Um uh, let's see the uh, saddest scene in history. I had that in my notes. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Uh, it, uh, one thing that, that we didn't really say, I feel like it has a really good pace. Um, mm. it's short. It's, it's short. It's perfect. It's, short. it's like an hour yeah. and 20 minutes or something. Yeah. I think when I got done with it, I was like, wow. That, but in like Samurai said, it tells a, a small story. It's about a dog and a werewolf. It's not about some werewolf trying to terrorize an entire town. You know, it's about this guy. Yeah, he did some terrorizing wherever, you know, in these mountains or where he was. But then it's just about the dog and him. And I thought that they did that really good. And, and that doesn't need a lot of uh, extra runtime or uh, just, you know, throwaway shots. So I thought that they did really good with that. Um, I don't like the camera work, but that's a lot of the times, too. Uh, the 90s and into the early 2000s, I thought the camera work and the way that they generally went about it with the really close up shots was awful. It was more excusable in the 90s, though, with these types of movies, because they had to do that sort of thing to kind of make up for their lack of being believable with the actual violence. Uh, it, it, so. it was a style like exactly. It was style. Yeah. It, it kind of, but now nowadays it annoys me. It didn't really annoy me in this movie, though. Uh, and like we also, oh, one thing that uh, annoyed me about the bad guy was at the end when he's like, "This is your fault," and he's blaming his sister for like begging him to come out there. She did not beg him to come out there. Mm -hmm. She went to his trailer and she said, "You should come over." And he pretty much gave her kind of like a maybe. He's like, "I'll call you," and she's like, "This week," and he's like, mm, "This week," you know. And it's so it kind of left it as a maybe. And then he calls her. And asks if it's okay if he comes over. So, I don't know. It kind of bothered me that at the end of the movie, that's what he said. Because he's just being know. a douche. He's a yeah, douchebag. He, he's he just trying to douche you. You're right. Yeah. 
But I liked him for the first 20 minutes and yeah. 30 minutes of the movie. He was the coolest guy ever. But yeah, I, don't, I don't think he had any accountability. I think that was part of the character's problem. And I think you're right, too. Yeah, he's he out was there acting like He was acting like an addict does. But, you know, you know it, he's it's kind of what he is. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a good point. And so, like, none of those things really bothered me. They're just nitpicky things. I kind of, yeah. uh, you know, I have to pick some bad things throughout the movie. I really did enjoy it, though. It was a really fun movie. Uh, I saw him at different points in my life, like I said, so they kind of had different impacts. But, yeah, it was a right. good movie. It was a lot of fun, and they're both atrociously underrated. So Yes. Hmm. All right. Awesome. Tony. Ditto. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, again, like uh, uh, DJ Neko, I I also saw this two days ago, for the first time, and um, watching it, I started to you know realize this is this is from the point of view of the dog. You know, it's different, different look at it. I like that both movies kind of do a different lore. I think this one obviously. Um, you know, he he's more of the he gets scratched. We know what happened, how he changed, and then um, see. I'm trying to like think in my head. I'm trying not to mix them both together. Um, he get, he gets changed and then comes back, and then when he takes the shirt off, you can see that he started has the scar from when he got slashed. That was That's pretty right. cool that they That's left right. that. Yeah. Um, well, the other one, he's he beats people with a bat, so he kind of has that human side yet from in Silver Bullet, but it's not really focused on like you could just tell he's like you know um and i think it was interesting how in silver bullet his eye didn't heal like correctly but and 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 in this one he had the scar so it's kind of neat how that they you know different things like that with it um i actually have notes i want to read this one how i didn't get far The movie starts out with some sex with a sexy lady who gets ripped the fuck apart. And I don't mean mean from the sex. (laughs) She gets torn apart by a fucking werewolf. So already the movie starts off on a very high note. You figure it can't get much better than that. And then next scene you have Dennis the Menace, which is already annoying. And then hearing him yelling after a dog drove me crazy because he kept saying his name and everything. Thor, Thor, you know, it was I like him in Dennis the Menace because, you know, he's a cute little kid, but and he wasn't that annoying in this, but yet he he was, you know, at the same time. Yeah. Um, but not worse than not the worst I've ever seen. Um, when he was getting choked out and he was you know saying about him not getting shown fear, I don't think he could fucking breathe. Did you see the handprint on his neck afterwards? <laughs> he's just like I can't breathe. That was kind of the um, way I took it too. I, yeah. I thought, well, like, he's just like I'm dying. Okay. Like, holy, <laughs> I can't even say it. You know. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't like Mary, Mariel Hemingway. I just don't, I liked her in Delirious, you know. Um, but you're I, not a, I you're not know a huge Superman Four fan, Tony. You know, I like her in a lot of Superman Four. I I, don't, I just don't really like her. I don't know. You know okay. Like in the last ten years, I think that she's become a little bit more. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I've liked her more recent stuff, but I kind of agree. Oh. I know exactly what you're saying. I just, it's not. It's just, I don't know. Maybe delivery. I don't know. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Something like that. I don't know. It's just something. Maybe it's just her for this movie. The incestual relationship between her and her brother. Which yes! was, it, it was a little. It was creepy. And I was just waiting for them to fuck. You know? <laughs> They're just um, playing together. Watch where she becomes a werewolf. Very sis. Very sis. <laughs> Infected semen. Jump on my. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way the dog we said about pissed on the house, I thought he's marking his territory. That's awesome. <laughs> then when he comes out and the guy looks at it, he looks at him and he's doing that look. That made me laugh. You know, yeah, like he's like, "You pissed on my house." <laughs> I sure did, motherfucker. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny is he acted almost as much like a dog as the dog did in that scene. It was really good. Right. The eye, was, his eyes, the way that they look. He's, yeah, you know, can tell what nice. the dog's thinking, like, you know, saw, saying back to him yeah. without even hearing, which would have, is a good thing they didn't put, like, a, a dog voiceover. Oh, something. there was a cool moment, though, uh, shortly after that, where they were suspecting that Thor was doing all the killings, and uh, Paré's character, like, 
was looking at him, the sister's there, and he he winks at him, and that sets off Thor oh, yeah. to go bite him and gets him taken mm-hmm. away. Yeah, he starts one sorts of dominance over him. It's the yeah. dog aspect. They did such a good job of doing the the, the alpha, yeah. the dog, you know. That was just like, like in a bar fight, like the like, motherfucker, you know. <laughs> uh, I think that that I like how he looked like a wolf, and the other one kind of looked like somebody in the chat said it looked like a teddy bear. <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah, I, I wanted to hug the Reverend. Not really, but <laughs> I, I would. I'd rather hug him than this one. And the animatronics. <laughs> it was very vicious. Where he's like gnawing on her, and it's like shaking yeah. and shit. It's really yeah. you know all over the place. Very cool. Um, the gore in this was, I think, way better than than in the other movie. But um, I think there's more likable characters in the other one. But mm-hmm. I would like to read this book too. I I bet you the book is probably better. Yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to think what I was going to say. Oh, I I don't understand how he couldn't just kill the dog. I know it's like well then there's no story, but he's he's a werewolf. Yeah, but it, it's a German Shepherd. He's magical. Well, <laughs> have you yeah. never had one, bro? <laughs> <laughs> The only other thing I could say is fuck the dog from John Wick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, like, you like this dog. All right. Fuck that you like, this is the dog. Fuck John Wick dog. Bad mood dog, son. Oh. All right. Nice. All right. You guys ready to vote? Yeah. Ready. It's time to do it. Man, this is actually really hard for me, um, which always usually makes the best versuses episodes. Versus. I'm going to go last. I'm going to leave some suspense on it. All right. DJ Neko, who you got? So this is hard for me, too, because with Silver Bullet, I definitely have that nostalgia factor with my grandma. But with Bad Moon, it's this, like, whole new love for me. Like, I did not realize I was going to like this movie as much as I did. But... I'm definitely going to have to go Bad Moon. Oh, wow. There we go. Wow. Okay. Bad Moon. Interesting. All right. Nubis. Both of these movies are great. This is so, so difficult. But the funny thing is, I probably have maybe 10 werewolf films that I like of all things. After that, there's nothing there. But there's six that I like the most. And... Silver Bullet's at number six, and Bad Moon is at number four. All right. Oh, another oh. one. Wow. You agreed with me. All never right. Happens. Never do that. <laughs> he said that never happens. <laughs> All right, Derek, who you got? Okay, well, I say they both are good and bad for different reasons. Uh, like you said, there's the nostalgic factor of one, and then there's the a little bit more emotional side of another, you know? So it's, it is kind of a hard choice. I think the downside of the werewolf in silver bullet is the human side. Like a lot of people said, kind of a teddy bear kind of, uh, walks to normal, you know, that sort of thing. He's shot in the eye by a rocket and it completely ends his chase. You know, it's, it's a little bit different than the ferocity shown by the werewolf in bad moon. And then the, you know, the werewolf and bad moons downfalls, the CGI and kind of the generational, the nineties has aged a little bit worse than the eighties, I think, in terms of just the cinematic feel and vibes of their movies and a lot, especially the horror, uh, except when you start getting into later nineties and when you start kind of moving more to thriller. But I guess for me, it comes down to this. Uh, I have rating system at a 10 and I have a bad moon rated at a six out of 10. And I really like Silver Bullet, and it's an 8 out of 10 for me. All right, Silver Bullet yeah, for Derek. Tony, who you got? He's muted. Your mic, your mic. Oh, cannot hear you. I know. I I I was like, I I was going... Like that. Then. Oh, was that? Oh, I <laughs> it was subtitles. Subtitles. Yeah, I was like, I saw the little. I felt like an idiot, and that was my reaction. Let's move. <laughs> on. Um, yeah, both movies I do like. I'm, I'm glad I got to see Bad Moon finally because a lot of people have been telling me recently about seeing it, and you know, I needed it in my collection anyway. 
I like the story behind that one. Silver Bullet's nostalgic. I also like too. I forgot to say about how in Silver Bullet, the town is like you know where everybody would do anything for anybody, and then after a while, the town starts showing like scare. You know they're scared. They're trying to curfew the girls. The lady's trying to get in her house, and she's scared, and everybody starts not trusting people. I like the diminished of the town. Um, that's something I was going to say that I completely forgot to say was that that is something that sucks you into King's stories is his uh, sense of community. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time there's a community and they all feel the impact. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's something I was going to say. I didn't say, but no, go ahead. Fine. Sorry. That's fine. Um, but which one of these I like the most, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with silver bullet. Oh shit. It's Ty. Woo. Oh shit. All right. Burn Eric. burner here. Well, he's my favorite so far. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got, Eric? Um, ooh, I mean, Silver Bullet. Like, I have, like, the mysterious, the mystery uh, storyline on this one. And then Bad Moon is, like, my love for slasher. You got tits yeah. and gore and... I don't know, like Bad Moon's, it's, to me, it's more of a original movie, like departure from like your typical werewolf one, because the dog. I agree. The dog. Um, God damn it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not easy. It's not. The best versus episodes. Like, I think, like, you know, if I were to show, if someone were to give me these two, like my wife, for instance, she hasn't seen neither, and she was like, "Hey, I want you to pick one of these to watch." And I, I would probably pick Bad Moon before Silver Bullet, just probably just because it. Wait, 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 wait! Is this your pick? Is this your pick, or you're just talking? That is my pick. I think. No way! Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow, dude! I, my mind is blown right now. Holy shit! <laughs> I didn't expect this either. I really wow. thought it was going to be a w- Silver Bullet blowout. <laughs> right after right after Eric went the first time with Silver Bullet, I was like, oh, he's got Silver Bullet. That's going to be his vote. <laughs> wow. My mind is too. blown right now. Oh. Well played with the suspense, Eric. Samurai, okay. you better not that leave is- it to the audience. Do not leave it to the audience. I know <laughs> Oh, we do that too, Eric. If there's a tie, we go, to, we go to the voting poll. With the audience. <laughs> I kind of really <laughs> hope there is. That could be werewolf with bat, badass motherfucking dog throwdown. Badass motherfucking dog. Damn it! I am completely stunned. I am stunned that awesome. that Bad Moon won today. I I honestly thought I was going to be the only one that probably was going to vote for Bad Moon. No. I did not. Wow, my mind either. is blown. And Silver Bullet fans, you guys are not losers. Nobody lost in this. Both <laughs> movies are awesome. That's right. They oh are. man! Wow. Yes, they are. Holy shit! Uh, not okay. surprised by the internet voting poll. So you know, I always have to what post that. Shit? Okay, you ready? Here we go. This is what the internet voted for. Not surprised by this. Crazy. Okay, see, that's kind of what I thought was going to happen here. (laughs) Me too. I'm not disappointed, though. I'm actually kind of excited because that means that there are... I mean, I don't know. This movie needs more attention for sure. Did you see what Aaron just said? Yeah, Aaron's like, you're lucky I wasn't on here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron, every time Aaron is not on Versus, his pick loses. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Hey, I he also said neither would be a loser, so he's he's lying here. He's lying. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, no. Both films are great. There's no losers here. But uh, I'm actually stunned by the vote. Like, wow, I'm actually kind of blown away there. But, yeah, uh, those that are watching right now, if you guys have never seen uh, these werewolf underrated classics, make sure you guys check them out. Uh, even though we spoiled it, fuck it, watch them anyway. We highly recommend you guys check these out because it's always these, that's one of the, and all of our channels, we always like to talk about and put to the, put to the forefront movies that a lot of people have forgotten about movies that kind of slide under the radar. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of classics out there, you know, and that's and what's I fun d- about 
Right under my like roof. This. Right under my roof. I never saw a bad mood. Yeah, there you go, right? We've lived together go. for 19 years. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I also did a poll on my Instagram. Okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And <laughs> Silver bullet. Six people for Bad Moon, 29 votes mm. for, for Silver Bullet. Yeah. It's kind of the same exact percentage yeah. that you had. Today. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And, the, the, you know, the, the fans for both movies are never wrong. It's the critics that are wrong for both I movies. I agree. At the end of the day, uh, they yes. can go fuck themselves. You know what I'm saying? Actually, you know what? You know what? Let's let's have. Uh... <laughs> Someone's going to ask let's, me let's... which one of these to watch. I'd just say both. I mean, it's a you like werewolves? Watch both. Yeah. 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 Thor Can't has something wrong. to say. Uh, fuck the motherfucking uh, critics. Uh, fuck the critics. They don't know what they're talking about. What'd you say about our movie? <laughs> oh man, See, but this was a lot of fun. Thor get angry. I just wanted to like scratch him on his head and be like, "It's okay, buddy." It's Come down, buddy. You're yeah, good. yeah. I just That's a like, good dog. Eric, yeah. you blew my mind. Me? You blew. You blew my mind, yeah. man. Oh, I was, high, I was high five, Eric. Eric you're my hero. High five. <laughs> high five. Well, really, really quick before before we wrap it up for the day. Before we wrap it up for the day, what is your top six? Uh, Nubis. Yeah. Uh, Silver uh, yeah. Bullet at number six. Okay. Ginger Snaps at number five. Classic. Bad Moon at number four. Dog okay. Soldiers at number three. American Woo! Wolf in London, number two. And The Howling, number one. What there a great go. list. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Great picks. Oh, man. What a fun night. This was a blast, definitely. And uh, we got to do this again, of course. Uh, don't go anywhere, everyone. Now, y'all know what you need to do. Everybody's information is in the description box below. That's right. Subscribe and follow Flicks, Snacks, and Knickknacks, Mr. Tony of the Dead. Follow the Metal Tavern podcast on Podbean. And y'all already know who Eric is. He's a legend. Been on here. He's been on, he been on the platform. He's trying to forever. do the link. That's right. But Angle. his link is there anyway for you to subscribe. <laughs> to subscribe. But Eric's the man. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Uh, don't forget tomorrow, guys, at, if you want to, I mean, uh, by all means, see the movie first. And then come watch the video later. But tomorrow I can't, I can't. at 4 p.m. Pacific time, join me, Rick Myers, and Vince, Sir Vincent Lynn. We're going to talk spoilers for uh, No Time to Die. So that's tomorrow at 4. And then at 6 p.m. Pacific time, join me and Jan Lucanus. Going to be hanging out, talking martial arts, having Thanks. some more fun uh, with that. All right. So we're going to leave you guys. Everybody in the panel, don't go anywhere. All right, guys, keep watching horror movies. Represent the genre. Keep listening to that metal. We'll see you badasses next time. Take care, guys. Whoa.